Welcome to the Justice Losers, a podcast where we talk about pop culture media, namely movies and TV's economy. I've stepped on my cord and it threw me off. Uh, I'm your host, Preston. Joined as always by my delightful co-host, Fat Matt. Matt, what should people do? Like, subscribe, and tell a friend. Cool. What you been up to? Uh, <laughs> Did that feel forced? It felt a little forced. It felt a little forced. Whatever. Yeah. We should make it messier. Feel more natural next time. <laughs> anyway, so this is an actual episode in continuity, so I can talk about the stuff that I did see recently. Okay. So, uh, let's see, I saw two movies in theaters, two of the Oscar Beatty movies I was wanting to see. So mm-hmm. I saw Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, um, which is by uh, Martin McDonough. He's the director. He did uh, Seven Did we already talk about this? I feel like we've already talked about that. I've talked about this to you in person. I don't think I've talked about it on air. I swear. Is it? Does it have anything to do with En Bruges? En, en Bruges? En Bruges? En Bruges? I can't remember what it's called. I talked about that I was going to go see it at some point. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so I did go see it. Okay. And it is very, very good. Uh, cool. McDonough's a, um, he's a dark humor writer-director. Um, this one was a little more dark than humorous, but it was still funny, and it had heart, and it had a great performance by Francis McDormand as the lead, um and uh sam rockwell is really good and peter dinklage has five minutes of screen time but he makes the most of it and nice it's uh sad and funny <laughs> peter dinklage has a peter dinklage has a has a you know where i'm going i know where you're going with this short cameo <laughs> there's there's a short joke <laughs> okay uh anyway <laughs> really good strongly recommend think francis dorman's probably gonna win the oscar for best actress Ooh. and it'll get some screenplay and director and picture interest at least uh the other one i saw was uh, the shape of water which is by guillermo del toro uh it stars sally hawkins as a mute cleaning lady at a cold war era secret facility and abe from hellboy Exactly, yeah. Doug Jones, who plays all of the tall, freaky dudes from Guillermo del Toro stuff. Um, he didn't play Abe, did he? Who yeah, played he Abe? He did? No he, way. Yeah. So he's in the exact same costume, basically. Pretty much. Did yeah. he act like Abe? Or Abe? Yeah, Gabe. Did he act like Abe? No, he's a lot more animal. Okay. Um, so It'd be hilarious if he was as like pretentious as Abe was. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He doesn't even speak. It's oh. basically just a creature. Except it's a creature with human characteristics. Interesting. Um, and so it's uh, sort of a romance between Sally Hawkins' character and the this creature. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also set in sort of a Cold War era um, spy thriller with um, Michael Shannon as sort of the head of this facility. And he is creepy and you see way too much of his butt. Um, Michael Stuhlbarg is really good as a scientist working at the lab um octavia spencer is sally hawkins's friend and she is as octavia spencer as always which okay is the highest praise i can offer to anyone in this world <laughs> <laughs> um it's what did she do recently oh boy i'm so familiar with the name but like i She's... yeah she was in the help and snowpiercer but that's not super recently yeah she was in the shack recently playing god uh, that might have been it um, i think i remember hearing her hearing about her do that yeah okay um yeah so it's it's good it's weird it's kind of hard to watch in some places i, I feel like that's something guillermo del toro does a lot with the exception of like hellboy and pacific rim i think uh-huh. it's more serious stuff it's like this is really good but there's one or two scenes that i did not need to see mm. and there's one or two scenes in this one that i did not need to see but it's gotcha. it still is very good um it's just, excellent blending of elements it feels a lot like pan's labyrinth in a lot of ways blending a dark real world story with sort of this fantasy fantasy Um, fantasy (laughs) no it's sort of this uh fantastic um not light-hearted but innocent feeling story so okay yeah it's it's good recommend as well okay i read uh yeah i read death in the family finally Ah, finally got around to reading that. Uh, it also the collect uh collect collection I have has it's only a four part comic, mm-hmm. and then it follows with uh Tim Drake's uh origin, not really origin, but like his path to figuring out 
who okay. Batman and Nightwing are, and then okay. like confronting them, being like, "Batman needs a Robin," because Batman's like on a murder not murder but like on a severely incapacitated severely incapacitate yeah um so yeah it's i I was was, it was nice to finally see all that um something i I did notice good serious incapacitation is that what all those bodies in their trunk are because you're you're, yeah you're failing at the incapacitation part you keep you just keep killing them i know i stop doing that i don't know my own strength um in the in the more recent like retellings of uh tim drake's origin uh he's actually found the bat cave uh, like he okay. he finds and goes into the bat cave but mm-hmm. that's not the case originally so okay but yeah so that was really good um yeah yeah it's it's good it's not phenomenal like Again, it's like the death in the super, uh, death of Superman. Thing. That was always my impression. It's more iconic. Than it's, it's truly. Great. It's still good. Mm-hmm. It, it's still way better than death of Superman's and all the uh, subsequent things were. But it was. It's not just like. It's not something like uh, Earth One mm-hmm. that uh, I'm going to read. <laughs> no, I read because we're doing backstories and I or uh, back backup episodes. Yep. And that's my what I've been up to for one that may come up later. Yep. But actually. But that one, that one's really good. But uh, yeah, no, Death of Superman's or Death of uh, Death in the Family is good. Okay. All right. All right. Should we uh, move on to some news? Yes, I have something that I want to touch on, and I want to touch on it first, just because it happened forever ago. Okay. Um, the first Ocean's Eight trailer came out. Yep. Uh, and I wanted to kind of put my, I put it on Facebook, and I put it in uh, a group that we're in, and I told you, and I told all my friends because I want my theory to be so widely known because when it comes known, wow. <laughs> my midwestern accent <laughs> that i don't have came out um i want this to be so widely known that like if it happens i was right and i called it really early on mm-hmm. so in the trailer we don't actually ever see eight people um there's a scene that we see where they're kind of like they're doing the they're sitting all together in the room they're talking about the plan there's only seven of them you got kate blanchett which is the friend of uh sandra bullock mm-hmm. you got sandra bullock who's mm-hmm. debbie ocean uh you have uh sarah paulson who's a family person uh i can't remember her name uh helena bottom carter which is a poor poor girl uh oh wait no this is my notes okay so i was i was noticing that there was a lot of similar archetypes of people mm-hmm. so you have your kate blanchett which is the friend so mm-hmm. rusty uh sarah Poulson, which is the family person it's like i don't want to do this this is not what i am anymore i have kids stuff mm-hmm. like that helena bottom carter which is the kind of the street thief so that's the okay. um linus uh Mindy Kaling, which is, uh, Kaling? Kaling? I have no idea. Oh. She's the Indian girl that plays. I know who she is. I have no idea how to pronounce Uh, it. She's the awkward newbie, which is still kind of, uh, Matt Damon's character. A little bit. And the other one, uh, uh, Rihanna, which is the, uh, expert in her thing. So that's the, uh, uh, Don, Don, uh. Cheadle. Cheadle. Yeah. Don Cheadle's thing. Uh, and then you have, uh, Aquafina, who's the pickpocket, which is again, still kind of, they really split Matt Damon's character up into three different characters. Mm -hmm. But you still have the same thing. So that's seven people total. Um, Shocked and take a breath. That uh, math doesn't add up. Um, so it's, I think the eighth person is Anne Hathaway. Because uh-huh. you see her, she's a huge deal about it. And I think, this is what I think the situation is. So, uh, fuck, what's his name? Uh, he's the talk show host that I hate. Because he's weird. He's the British one. Big dude. Does the carpool karaoke? Uh, James Corden. James Corden's character says, uh, "Revenge is a revenge goes both ways." Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's another point <clears throat> where Kate Blanchett's character says, uh, "Don't do a no- don't do a job inside of another job." Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's accusing her of doing kind of her own secret agenda, or it's an on the nose critique of the movie Inception. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Like, uh, I'm not going to accuse this movie because i want it to do well so bad mm-hmm. because i love the oceans three i want this movie to do well so bad so i think that anne hathaway is an unknown the unknown eighth okay. and i think the only other person who knows that is kate blanchett and sandra bullock and they know that oh. so all of the things that they're doing that they have the rest of the six doing mm-hmm. uh or the rest of the five is fake to cover up something else that they're doing which 
the plan, the reason they're doing this other thing is to get revenge on someone who caused the death of Danny Ocean. Because you see a monument plaque of Danny Ocean. Okay, that's very cool. So I think someone, so I think that's the situation. Mm -hmm. Someone killed Danny Ocean and they, and Sandra Bullock wants to get revenge, like Debbie Ocean wants to get revenge on that person. So she got her friend Kate, not Kate, but, uh, and then five other people and they're like, all right, we're going to do this thing and we're going to go rob Anne Hathaway. And then they're like, hey, Anne Hathaway, we have this thing that we want to do. And maybe Anne Hathaway has another personal vendetta against the same mm-hmm. person. So, like, the three of them are doing a job. Or two of two of them are doing a job. Kate Blanche is like, stop doing this. And, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's okay. That's my thing. I like it. Now you've spoiled the movie forever. Honestly, if that's what it is. <laughs> fuck it. But if there's, so, if there's so many, like, those things are said throughout the movie, mm-hmm. then surely it's not going to be a twist ending. Right. It's just going to be an, uh, like a pl- the, the plot. Mm-hmm. So... And it's also, these movies are always just fun to watch unfold, even if you know exactly what's going to happen. Exactly, yeah. So that's that's all I wanted to say. That movie came, or that trailer came out like three weeks ago. Yeah. So we've just been weird timing with the break and everything. Yep. So. yep. All right, your well, news time. I've got a bunch of news. Speaking of trailers, though, uh, there's a trailer for Krypton, the new show about Superman's grandpa. Mm-hmm. Looks okay. Looks marginally better than the description made it sound, which isn't saying anything at all, but... Mm. You know, I'm confused why there's a guy with a hoodie and a hat on a Krypton. He's a time traveler or something. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, I haven't read the... Uh... No, there's a line where he's like, dude, your grandson, where I come from, your grandson is a is a savior of the world oh, or something. Could that be Booster Gold? If they do that, that'd be phenomenal. Because Warner Brothers has the rights to all of their characters yeah. at all times. So they could throw in Booster Gold. Just they feel totally like... Could. And they've been talking about trying to get Booster Gold into something forever. Mm-hmm. He showed up in Smallville once, and he looked terrible. Same <laughs> thing with Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle looked like a fucking machine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that'd be cool if that was Booster Gold. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, let's see. Uh, let's talk Star Wars a little bit. Okay. So, box office, Last Jedi. Uh, not doing nearly as well as Force Awakens, but it's still looking like it'll end up probably top five of all time for all movies yeah i heard that they were projecting it to be fourth yeah it's 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 gonna be close i think that fourth place is uh close to 1.7 billion and they're projecting it for somewhere between 1.5 and 1.6 okay um part of the reason it's a lot lower is it's kind of flopped in china really yeah Um, they're susceptible to the uh word of mouth maybe i'm not sure i think it might not translate as well but there's some industry people who suggest that the china market is kind of over the american blockbuster bubble okay um because there was another movie that's kind of unfortunate yeah there's another movie i don't remember what that did much worse than expected in china earlier this year okay um force awakens or not force Awakens. last jedi also had one of the sharpest drop-offs from its first week from friday to friday that's to be assumed i think yeah i think given the word of mouth and the divisiveness um that was kind of to be expected honestly if i was like indifferent about star wars and i heard all the fighting i'd just be like i don't give a shit to go see it anymore yeah i'm sure there's a lot of of this so So, it's still doing well but it looks like it's maybe a little bit of a letdown Mm -hmm. given the expectations they had for it um other star wars news uh they're doing some more reshoots for solo um it, not to worry not to worry at, at this point it sounds like they've i'm not it, worried i know it's gonna be terrible <laughs> <laughs> they've so it, it sounds like at this point they're just they've edited together basically what they want for the movie and they're like okay well we need to just add a couple of things here and there and so they're gonna come back and fix that and it's i think gonna be garbage i think this is normal but uh well there's some question about that because disney there's a report from some anonymous source within disney that says that uh disney is very worried about the script and about alden ehrenreich's performance um and they're worried about how this movie is going to do especially after the divisiveness behind last jedi but there's also a report that lucasfilm has basically seen what they have so far seen the rough cut of the film and they're very pleased with it so i don't know I mean, didn't we hear that Warner Brothers was pleased with Batman vs. Superman? Yeah. I feel like that's something they yeah. say to get people... To, I never believe that. I never believe if, like, there's a, um, like, a person... You, you don't have the CEO of a company tell you what they think of the product. Right. Because, obviously, they're going to try to sell it. So right. I hate when they come out and they're like, oh, yes, the, 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 the executive team is pleased with the product. It's like, no fucking shit. Because mm-hmm. they want you to think that it's great, so they're going to go see it. Yep. They could have honestly been just been like, 
that was the worst movie ever. We need to do everything we can to make sure this sells as soon as it can. Exactly. Because the moment people see it and go, that's bad, it's going to drop off. Right. So let's make everyone think it's fantastic before it comes out. Mm -hmm. And then we'll succeed. Yeah. And then we'll just brush it off our shoulder like Luke did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I hate yeah. when when uh, companies do that. Yeah. I mean, they have to. But, okay. So we'll see. Um, yeah. I'm worried. Um still waiting on a trailer for that the yeah what's the theory well the theory is okay they wanted to let last jedi go through a big chunk of its theatrical run so they didn't distract mm -hmm. um oh yeah that'd have been bad if the trailer looked terrible like an inhumans trailer level yeah. thing and then they put that and people would be like oh i don't want to go see last jedi now yeah and it looks like they don't know what they're doing yeah so the the thinking is that it'll either come uh during the super bowl or be tied to black panther i think Ooh, that's a good... Uh, which one comes first? Super Bowl. Super Bowl, then. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm calling that's kind of what I'm leaning. And then they're obviously going to put it in Black Panther since it's out then. But... Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, speaking of movies, uh, <laughs> that's a great transition, Matt. Well, way to go. Um, <laughs> speaking of movies. <laughs> uh, I have release date news. So Shazam is set for April 5th, 2019. Yay! I am so excited. I am, like, I follow... Uh, uh, Zach Levi and mm -hmm. uh, I, I keep wanting to call him Pony Smasher. His uh, Pony Smasher. David F. Sandberg's uh, name, <laughs> like username on Instagram, is Pony Smasher. <laughs> he is the most funny fucking person that I think I can think. Like he, well, not the funniest. Like uh, Taika Waititi has that, but yeah, he's well, yeah. really really funny. And like mm -hmm. he's the there was a picture of like uh, him with his dog and Zach uh, Levi, and he was like. It's a picture of a good boy who's going to be in the movie. And it's like, oh, they're going to put the dog. And it's like, also a picture of a dog. <laughs> and, like, he's just – he's so funny. I'm really excited for this movie. I love Zachary Levi. He's – I don't know if you've ever seen Chuck. A couple episodes. You should watch all of Chuck. Okay. It's really well written, but he's also a fantastic actor. Um, Asher Angel, I'm not so sure just because I don't have faith in Disney, star, or Disney Channel actors. Mm -hmm. uh, but – if honestly he could pull something out it might be a mm -hmm. disney channel shows are notoriously bad acting just because they're like gotta crank it out gotta crank right. these things out um so well wasn't zendaya the disney that's star true. previously and she was quite that good in homecoming very so. true and she's uh apparently really really good in the greatest showman okay cool so yeah so i mean that does quell my my worry a little bit okay that's, that's possible because you if he made it, if he's good enough to have made it into a big blockbuster movie like this, mm -hmm. then surely he's got some skill. Probably. Otherwise, I'm Maybe. really excited for this movie. Mm -hmm. I love Captain Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because we're gonna get a Captain Marvel movie Fuck that. around then too. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be the Battle of the Marvels. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, have other release date movie news. Um, New X Mutants. Oh, sorry. Yeah, X Men has been basically restructuring their movies, so they pushed New Mutant New Mutants back. New almost Mutants. New Mutants. They're just a bunch of cows. New yep. Mutants. New mu <laughs> <laughs> Mutated cows. They're just a bunch of calves. <laughs> oh, uh, anyway, they pushed that one back almost a year to February 2019. That's really disappointing. I've been looking yeah. forward to that movie. Um, the the rumors that Fox saw the what the the rough cut was at this point and said that's not great. And they wanted to go back and try to make it scarier, which sounds like they're doubling down on their faithfulness to the vision of making it an out and out horror movie. Yeah, that'd be okay. If they said it's not scary enough, then I'm definitely on board for it. Yeah. But I'd... don't don't take plot points away and make it suffer plot wise to make it scarier. Right. Like don't take a don't take a tension scene. Don't put in another like tension tension chase uh jump scare scene. In place of something that was character development for one of the main right. characters. Right. Because I've seen that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I generally trust what they've done with the X-Men. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm on board with that. Generally. Um, and then Apocalypse. General. Yeah. Apocalypse wasn't great. Well, and, and, three. and 3 and Wolverine Origins. <laughs> and Wolverine. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I always forget about that one when I yeah. think of X-Men movies. <laughs> it's it's like it's unintentionally quite, repressed it's not quite as bad as its reputation suggests but it's not good it's the worst of the series of a series that is notoriously great right so it obviously it's like amplified mm -hmm. so um they pushed deadpool up a few weeks i didn't know that so it'll be may 18th instead of i think first week in june it was supposed to yeah. be i think it was june 3rd okay 
Is that a day? Probably. It's a day, but I don't know if it's an actual day that a movie comes out. Yeah, no, I heard they were thinking May 33rd, actually, for a while. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's a pretty yeah. good day. Mm-hmm. It's like everyone... It's like the day that people go see movies is May right. 33rd. Yeah, exactly. Or uh, June Timber 47th. Right. That's, that's, that's another one. Yeah, that's when all the good movies have come out. All of them. Yep. Every time. You got your X-Men Origins. You got your Manos Hounds of Fate. You got <laughs> Hounds of Fate. <laughs> it's a movie it's a spin-off movie with like dogs yep it's like dogs playing poker <laughs> anyway I'm anyway moving on this this bit is getting long yes it is um and then they have also pushed gambit back from approximately Almost as long as the month of june timber <laughs> nope not even nope <laughs> <laughs> i wish i thought about that sooner what were we saying they've pushed gambit back from approximately valentine's day 2019 to june 2019 i didn't even know that had a date Yep, it did. <laughs> it had a Valentine's Day date. Oh, they can't. With Channing Tatum. You can't do. Oh. <laughs> Double feature with Mr. Uh, Mr. Magic Mike. Uh-huh. Or triple feature with Magic Mike and then Magic Mike right. XXL. Right. Is it XXL or just XL? I don't remember. I think it's two X's. I think so. Okay. They need to make a porn that's got three X's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they have. But seriously, the Gambit, I haven't heard. I've, the only thing I've heard about Gambit is that it's like, we're doing it. We swear we're doing it. Yep. And the people are like, Channing Tatum, are you still attached? And he's like, yep, we're doing it. Yep. It's like, Channing Tatum's <laughs> excited about it. They were apparently have a, a rough plan where it's a sort of a heist film playing on his thief origins. What movie was he Gambit in? He's already been at Gambit in one movie, No, no, right? no. He has not. He hasn't? We've only seen Gambit in uh, X-Men Origins, origins Wolverine, yeah. and that was Taylor Kitsch. Yeah. But I know, oh, I could have sworn that he was already, like, I thought he was nope. cast in a movie and done. Okay. No, he's, he's been attached to this forever. Okay. <clears throat> but you know who is no longer attached to this is the director. Of course. As of the past, like, couple of days, Gore, Bervins- Gore Verbinski, who, Gore Verbinski. he directed the first three Pirates of the Caribbeans. Okay, so the good ones. Yeah. Okay. So he's out. Oh, that's a shame. Um, I don't know who they're getting in his place, but he's gone. What kind of character is Gambit? Gambit is, um, he's sort of a PG-13 Deadpool. Um, he's, okay. he's charming and kind of anti-hero-y and has a funny sense of humor. Okay. Um, he's not like fourth wall breaky really. Yeah. Um. You can't have too many of those in one movie yeah. or in one. Yeah. His power is, uh, kinetic energy manipulation. But he only does it with cards, like he, playing cards. Yeah. So he can imbue a, an object, say a playing card with a tremendous amount of energy and throw it. And okay kill people with it gotcha um he's also originally in the comics he's kind of a thief um sort of kind of does his own thing so it sounds like the plot is that um he's going to be recruited uh by someone to do a heist and there's a brotherhood of thieves or something that's gonna be involved somehow and it'll be a a fun romp through heist land gambit's 11 exactly all right (laughs) great yep um let's see what other news did i have oh they have a writer who is apparently beginning work on a script for a black widow movie i saw that i don't think it needs to happen um purely because i think and and this is like i if if we ever get famous this this might be taken out of context like i'm sure it'd be kind of hard to do it because what i'm going to say is actually i feel relatively reasonable I think all of the characters that are pre Age of Ultron need to be started need to start fading out post Inf- Infinity War mm-hmm. because obviously we have all these new characters Black Panther, uh, Doctor Fate, Vision, all or Doctor Doctor Fate, Doctor Doctor Strange, right? All these new characters that I think need to be flushed out more. We're, we've got our Captain America, we've got uh, Iron Man, we've got all these Hawkeye stuff like that. We've we're I'm satisfied with them. Um, the reason I say that. Black Widow would not be good because if we get an origin story, that takes away from kind of the menacing, like, history that she has. Yeah. All we know is that she was part of the Russian, uh, uh, the KGB, I think? She was part of the KGB? Something. Something like that. She was part of, she was a Russian spy, basically. Right. And she grew up in this really crazy, like, Nazi, not Nazi, like, crazy Russian ballet school. Mm -hmm. She's done a lot of bad shit. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I want to see that because I think if you do a movie, it can almost, like kind of bring it down a notch yeah because unless you do like a rated r movie where she does some really bad shit if you get a pg-13 version of what her history is assumed to be mm-hmm. it's gonna make her look less like i've done some bad shit mm-hmm. so i think the origin story would be a garbage thing to do for her character okay and 
I just think that I don't want to do a present day story because that's not what this part of Marvel does is that kind of spy, uh, like uh, it would probably be like a spy, uh, espionage espionage kind of film. It's that's not the audience that goes to see those movies. Okay. Um, so it wouldn't do well. And I think, like I said, any, anyone that was like Avengers one needs to just retire basically. Okay. So I think this is a bad idea. All right. I think it's a fair point, but I'm going to disagree entirely. I okay. Really, I really want to see this movie. I, okay. I love Scarlett Johansson's portrayal of that character. And I think if they can put together a good script, then good script. <laughs> I'm just going to make fun of what you say. I can't talk. I'm not a know? funny person. So I'm just going to make fun of everything <laughs> you say. Okay. That works. <laughs> I, do, I do. I, if they, I, I feel like it is, it is good time to, uh, mm-hmm. or I mean, always is a good time for a strong female protagonist. Yeah. Cause we've got wonder woman. We've got, uh, Carol Denver's coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's her face? Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. How did I forget that part? <laughs> um, yep. So I think that that w- uh, would be good, but I just yeah. think character-wise, it's going to do damage to the character. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think Marvel has shown a willingness recently to kind of step out. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Leaving that, that in. That was not expected. Um, anyway. Uh, I think Marvel has shown a recent willingness to kind of step outside their comfort zone a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you see that, I think, with Thor. They kind of just, just went funny. let a funny director do yeah. his thing instead of saying, here's a very tightly controlled thing that we need you to do. Yep. Like um, Thor and Thor 2. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I I think that um, with the, the right people behind this, and I, I know they have the right actor behind this, mm-hmm they could put together something really interesting and different from their normal brand. Okay. So I'm, I'm excited, but I'm going to stay apprised of future. Abstaining. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. Venom is happening. There's a photo. Uh, yeah. There was a weird, I think Sandy, not San Diego comic-con, like, uh, Brazil, I think it was a comic-con in South America that Mm -hmm. they had like him show up and it was like, you guys are the first ones that get to see the set. And it wasn't actually the set. It was like the director's booth or something oh. that he was in. Yeah, it was some bullshit. I watched that video. I was like, this makes sense. And everyone's yep. like, we are Venom. And it's like, you're not. It'd be bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't want that. Okay, and then I have one last piece of news. And this is the most important news I have ever announced on this podcast. You're pregnant. Yes. Yay! And you're the father. <laughs> what? You're the father. No, I'm the mother. <laughs> you fool. <laughs> you fool. <laughs> All right. No. What's your, what's your... So, you remember our Christmas special? Yes, our Christmas, Christmas special. special. Yes. Someone asked Chris Hemsworth who he thought the hottest Chris was. <gasps> Did he say it was him? It would be hilarious if he was like, obviously it's me. No, he said it was Michael Pena. No way. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Oh my god! I literally said like not an hour ago to Sean that like Chris Chris Hemsworth is a god among men. Like, <laughs> in fairness, Michael Pena was sitting right next to him at the time, so you kind of okay. have to. But skewed the skewed yep. the answer a bit. Also, someone asked Ryan Reynolds on Twitter who the hottest Chris was. Who did he say? He said, "Quote: When ordering ice cream, I like to get all three scoops." But there's four Chris's. Someone said, "What about Chris Pine?" And so he followed it up with, and of course, some pine nuts generally sprinkled on top. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I love the actors that are in the spotlight right now. It is fantastic. Yes. Okay. All right. Moving on. That was a long time. That was 30 on minutes. All right. That's pretty good. I mean, it yeah. was, was a lot of good material. Yeah. All, All right. right. All right. Let's let's get to the boring Plus, part. Plus, we've, like, <laughs> we've had like three weeks of stuff to catch up on. Yeah, I know. Like, Thank God we're going to be done with that. Just going to shuffle your papers. That's fine. Yep, yep. All right, Matt. What are we doing today? We are talking about the best and worst Marvel teams. Marvel teams. And there are so, so many that I looked at the list and almost gave up and said, we're not actually doing this episode. But I buckled down. Did you really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I buckled down. This is the wildly... Wildly delayed a part two of the DC teams. Yep. Well, we've got a couple of Marvel movies coming up, including the biggest Marvel team up of them all. So yeah, X Men. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, there's another one, isn't there? 
New Mutants. No, Deadpool 2. Come on. Oh, shit. That's right. With the with the X-Force? Is that what they are? Yeah. X-Force. Yeah, yeah. There it is. Yep. So, anyway. Oh, and the Jedi. Right. Oh, wait. No, that already happened. Oh, yeah. Well, you got got Han's crew coming up. That's true. Han's crew is going to... Anyway. Okay, this bit's done. Moving on. This bit is done. This bit was done. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um... I want you to tell me which of these Avengers, if any, teams are made up. Pinecone Man team. The Avengers. That's made up. Okay. Yes. Avengers AI. That is not made up. Avengers Arena. That is made up. Avengers... I'm actually trying for, for, (laughs) for knowledge. I don't know what I'm trying to say. For the record, that's what I was going okay. for. Okay. Avengers right, Undercover. Uh, that's that's real. West Coast Avengers. That is absolutely real. I've heard of that one. Great Lakes Avengers. That one's real. I think I've heard of that one. Uh, The Mighty Avengers. That one's not real. The Uncanny Avengers. That one is real. No, wait. No, it's not. It's the Uncanny X-Men. The New Avengers. That one is real. The Pet Avengers. That one I feel is real. <laughs> <laughs> and the Young Avengers. That one's not real. They are all real. They're all real? They are all real. Oh, goddamn. Now I'm going to talk about them. Okay. (laughs) That was like the most matter-of-fact segue. Those were all real. Now I'm going to talk about them. (laughs) Just like, okay. Should I get my notes out or something? Just take notes? Yeah, yeah, definitely. This will be on the test. I want to hear about Pet Avengers first. Okay, the Pet Avengers. You got to switch to this. So this is, yeah, this is basically a um, a self-contained story arc. Uh, the kind of the main character, the leader. Does that have Frog Thor? Yes. Yes. Yes, it does. I love Frog Thor. Throg. <laughs> Throg. So, <laughs> Frog of Thunder. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the leader is Lockjaw, who's that big dog from the Inhumans. Oh. So um, does he talk? He communicates telepathically. Okay. A little bit. So he goes to um, or Mister Fantastic goes up to the Inhumans place, and is like, "Yo, I'm looking for Infinity Gems." And some <laughs> casually, some comic book shenanigans ensues and Lockjaw's telepathic powers become stronger. And so he can communicate with animals. And so he embarks on a quest. Embarks. To... <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you not catch that before? No, I didn't you... catch that. That's awesome. I love this. I'm so proud of myself. Uh... I didn't even make the pun. I just heard it. <laughs> so he sets out on a quest to track down the infinity gems uh together with hairball the cat lockheed the small dragon was it Walk- lockheed lockheed like the airplane company oh, okay um throg frog uh, of thunder yes ms lion who's a little puppy and redwing the falcon okay i know i know who redwing is yeah he's a robot now yeah <laughs> cuz <'Cause laughs> realism right <laughs> so they go and they go on a little quest and track down the infinity gems and Fight Thanos and relegate him to a different dimension. To Please beat him. tell me there's a there's a scene with a dog having all of the Infinity Gems, and it was like, I am the most powerful dog ever. I will get all of the tummy scratches. I do not know. <laughs> I really hope so. That would be awesome. <laughs> yep. So that's the Pet Avengers. I love that. The pet that might be my favorite Avengers. Um, oh. although uh, Great Lakes Avengers might be up there. So this one's kind of a parody Avengers. Uh, please tell me, like, all of their names are, like, uh, play on words of the Great Lakes. So, like, there's Mr. Superior or something, and then there's, like, Dr. Eerie. <laughs> as great as that would be. You're great. No. Uh, You're just chock full of accident ones today. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, the Great Lakes Avengers are founded by Mr. Immortal. Guess his power. He dies so hard. He really All the does. Time. He does, because then he comes back to life. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So it's kind of like Resurrection Man. Sort of. Yeah. I believe oh, Resurrection Man, uh, he is reborn after he dies, and he gets his powers like change every time he comes back. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely certain. I think I'm wrong on this, but I still feel like I... Whatever. Uh, I think it his powers are related to how he d- dies. Okay. But I think that's mixing it up with Doomsday. Okay. So anyway. So anyway, Mr. Immortal, um, he... Founds this superhero team. Um, he recruits Dinah Soar. Who has wings. So what? She soars. Oh, I thought it was S-O-A-R. like. 
I thought it was like she was sore, like S O R E, and she's just always in pain. No, she's a she's a wordless mutant with razor tipped wings and sonic powers. All right. She also that's has the, fine. She also has the ability to calm down people if they're agitated. All right, that's terrible, it's, but it's fine. Yep, it's it's the worst, but it's okay. Yep. There's um uh Big Bertha who is a model by trade. Um, and is able to manipulate her own body mass. So if she needs to purge some weight for the fashion show, she just expels it. Okay, that's ridiculously sexist. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Marvel, what's your deal? I don't know. Oh, DC has those things too. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's uh, Flatman. <laughs> you can't see him unless he turns. Basically. He's... he's- <laughs> He's pretty much just a... So is a, he flat vertically or flat horizontally? Horizontally. So he's he's like a two-dimensional cardboard cutout of a person. That's interesting. Yeah, he's... Not really. He's he's basically a lot like Mr. Fantastic, so he's got some elasticity abilities, but less powerful. He can just, like, fold himself over repeatedly. Right, yeah, and he can squeeze through things because he's flat. Oh, okay. Um, I can see how that might be useful in one yep. case. There's uh, Doorman. Oh, good. Who has uh, limited portal tele- teleportation. Uh, intangibility, the ability to fly, um, and also the ability to collect souls and bring them to oblivion. Is Flatman like light, like paper? So if you put a fire under him, he would just kind of float over it. I don't know. Maybe. Also, does can Doorman open like really thin portals that only Flatman can get through? Probably. I'm stuck on Flatman. That's a ridiculous character. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's 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 the comic books in Flat Stanley world. Is that an actual thing? I don't think so. Okay. They should make that a thing. Okay. <laughs> What's Flat Stanley? He's a kid's book that I probably Oh, I vaguely remember that. Um anyway, uh in his original recruiting, um he sent out like an advertisement for superheroes. Um he rejected a superhero called Leather Boy. That sounds very kinky. It's a leather fetishist with no real Oh, good! I would nailed it! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Score Preston 1, Leather Boy 0. Woohoo! This is, a, this, is, this is the mind that can come up with all these like bullshit heroes and villains for the We're Creative episodes. Yep, and this, <laughs> this is basically Marvel's We're Creative. <laughs> yes! <laughs> um, later on in the storyline, they also recruit Grasshopper and the famous Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl! I actually almost made a joke awesome. about her. Yeah. I thought she was DC briefly, and then I was like, no, DC doesn't have stupid shit like Squirrel Girl. <laughs> hey, she beat Doctor Doom and Thanos, so. Yeah. No. Just because they needed uh, it Who's too. the guy that uh, that recently came over to DC? He's the guy that re- that's responsible for Jessica Jones and... Uh, Brian Michael Bendis. Him. He came over to DC recently, like a year ago. He mm-hmm. left Marvel. And he was like, here's a list of names of people that could beat Batman. And then proceeded to list the alphabetical order of all DC characters. And I was like, you're a fuckwit. And either I hate you or you're making a point that any any story could go any given way depending on how the artist wants it to go. Or the writer wants it to go. Such is the case as Squirrel Girl beating Thanos. Right. And Doctor Doom. So surely there's some contrived way that she did it that was not... Um, yeah. She just had a billion squirrels attack their face and they she couldn't... She controls squirrels, so... Yeah. Uh, she beat someone... Someone There was some supervillain that was fighting with the thing, and it was pretty evenly matched and tough for him to get a foothold. So what she did is she mind-controlled all the squirrels and told them to find the stinkiest garbage they could, and that made everyone present hold their noses, which... Um, this super film that the thing was fighting had multiple noses, and so he had to use all of his hands to cover them, and the thing was then able to knock him out. The look on your face. Man, we need to start recording video of these. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, Marvel. I'm so uh, glad I'm a DC fan. Yeah. <laughs> it's times like that where it's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. All right. Anyway. Great Lakes Avengers. <laughs> yep. So they're kind of a parody. Uh, the West Coast Avengers You aren't... don't say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The West Coast Avengers, on the other hand, they're they're real. They were founded by Hawkeye when he was like, "Okay, we need to cover more ground," and so he went to the West Coast and uh, he brought. It's like along. Titans East, basically. Yeah, pretty it's, much. It's the team, but on a on one of the sides, right? So they have uh, Mockingbird and Wonder Man and Tigra and Iron Man, but it's actually Rhodey in the Iron Man suit, and no one knows that. They end up recruiting uh, whatever Hank Pym and the Thing and Moon Knight at some point. Okay. 
So Moon Knight's pretty cool. Yeah, Moon Knight's cool. Hoping we get to see him sometime in the menu. Yes. Hope he's on the menu sometime in the near future. I could eat me a great Moon Knight. <laughs> well, not really. That'd be cannibalism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Any other interesting ones? Let's see. Uh, Avengers uh, Arena is. It's not interesting. It's basically just a Hunger Games ripoff. But oh. it's interesting that it's not interesting, I guess. Okay. Um. So basically, they ch- just choose these 16 teenage superheroes, and they're abducted by the supervillain Arcade, who is the creator of Murder World. Oh. And he, he brings them there and forces them to fight to the death. I think I've heard of that, actually. Maybe. It's similar to War World. Do you know what War World is? You mispronouncing Waterworld? <laughs> <laughs> yep. World. It's me if I have stuff in my mouth and I'm water in your mouth. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, Warworld is a uh, is uh, Mongol's planet that he okay. controls, and he can fly it and takes over planets and stuff. Okay. He tried to turn Earth into Warworld once. Okay. That was actually that was when uh, Green Lantern uh, lost Coast City. Like Coast City was like just fucking destroyed, and that actually oh, led to him that... becoming Parallax and okay. blah blah blah. Okay. That was a tangent that was unnecessary. Yeah, we're talking Marvel here. You get out of here Oops, with your DC I mean, stupid... um, I mean, uh, Iron Man. Pew. Yep. Iron Man is part of the original Avengers. That's true. Yep. What are the other lists of... What are the other Avengers? Is there... Uh, well, there's the classic, which started with Thor, Iron Man, Ant-Man, Wasp, Hulk, teaming up to fight Loki, and then Captain America came along later, and pretty much everyone else. Ooh, including... Uh, these but not four, limited to these four lesser-known superheroes, one of whom is made up. Okay, you have to tell me which one. All right, Moon Dragon, Two Gun Kid, Wizard, and Tiger Bear. I know Wizard's made up. I feel like Moon Dragon fights Moon Knight because that makes sense. Makes sense. I don't actually know who Moon Dragon is. I forgot uh, to research him or her. What are the other two? Ah, oh, so he's real. I knew it. <laughs> uh, what are the other two? Uh, two Gun Kid and Tiger Bear. I want to say two gun kids false, but elf with a gun is a real hero, a real villain. Right. So I'm gonna say two gun kids fake. Nope, he's real. Oh, shit. Wizard's real. Tiger Bear's the fake one. Tiger Bear. See, it's Marvel's ridiculous. Yep. You got Bong or Doctor Bong. Yep. <laughs> yep. Wait, you don't even know the best part though. Two gun kids just kind of boring. He's a generic Western gunfighter who got time traveled into an Avengers story or something. <laughs> but Wizard. Does he piss on everything? <gasps> no! I know he's the speedster! Yes, he is the speedster. Oh! <laughs> yes! And so, you were telling me that the, the Flash's origin in DC is often really interesting and kind of grounded in some cool real-world particle physics science and stuff. Uh, not Jay Garrick, but yes. Right. <laughs> Jay Garrick so, is a hard water. Wizard, Wizard just this is just to show that Marvel is truly on par with DC. They don't okay. go particle physics. They kind of keep this more biologically grounded. So he gains super speed powers by having a transfusion of mongoose blood. What? His face is doing that thing again, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, okay, it would be either. like twice as funny though if it was like mongo- mongoose pee. Because <laughs> it's the wizard. <laughs> but what the- are mongooses fast? Yeah. Yeah. I suppose that's why a mongoose in Halo is a pretty speedy little thing. Right. Speedy little devil. Yep. What yeah. the f- a, a yeah. transfusion with mo- how did that play out? No idea. Not terribly interesting. Why did he have mongoose blood? <laughs> uh, he was wherever the mongooses are, and he got badly injured. That is fucking ridiculous. Yep, it's weird. Uh. Anyway, um, others, other Avengers teams. Uh, Avengers Undercover is basically just Avengers Arena, but in a new later storyline. It's kind of a sequel. Oh, okay. Um, Avengers AI is uh, the Avengers post-Age Voltron. Is that Vision? Uh, Vision is on it, yes. Okay. Uh, it's led by Hank Pym. Um, He's not an AI. No, but he created the villain. He created the... Oh, he, he created Ultron. A, well, no, he created a virus that... Um, well, he did create he, Ultron. Yeah, he did create <laughs> Ultron. But he also he created a virus that uh, killed Ultron, and then the virus becomes sentient and becomes a villain. Oh, wow, so, he is... Yep. He's his just, track record is garbage. Who yeah. creates Vision? I don't remember. Okay. Uh, it's probably not origins. him, because Vision's a good guy. Right. <laughs> so all he creates <laughs> is villains, apparently. Yep. Did um, someone not go, like, when he created 
uh, Ultron and he was like, I'm going to make this thing that's a virus. It'd be like, Hel- hold up. <laughs> Think about this. Row for one there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, I, goes, I suppose it could be the, said the same for Tony Stark. Yeah, that's true. He has like all these <laughs> sushi. He has mm. all these. He has all these sushi. Yes. He has all these AIs that are around. Nobody's like going. Should you not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyway, so they're them. It's a lot of AIs, including a Doombot, which is they're basically robotic replications of Doctor Doom. Okay. And this one's on the Avengers, the AI Avengers. Uh, there's the mighty uncanny new Avengers, and those are kind so what's of. What's the difference between the uncanny and the normal? Like, what what makes them uncanny? Those are um, well, they were just prior to Civil War, but the mighty and the uncanny are kind of different Avengers groups post Civil War. So the mighty one is founded by Ms. Marvel and Iron Man. Um, and the Uncanny Avengers is led by, uh, Thor and Captain America and has several of the prominent X-Men on it. Okay. And Beast is on it, I think. Beast. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's the new Avengers. Um, they were also post-Civil War. They're led by Doctor Strange and they have, um, Iron Fist and, uh, Captain Marvel sometimes and Daredevil sometimes. And... Is Beta Ray Bill on any of these teams? <sighs> Probably. Okay. Because I want Horse Thor. I got my Frog Thor. Yeah. And I want my Horse Thor. <laughs> yep. Okay, so that's all the Avengers. Cool. There's way too many X-Men team for me to list them all, and they're all very fluid. So instead, I'm going to have you guess what's the other letter men. Because there's there's one other letter that's followed by a men that's a team. Um... This is the greatest podcast section ever. <laughs> Just me thinking. Yep. I'm going to guess the Q-Men. Nope. I'm going to get Wait. The letter C. <laughs> Please tell me that's it. It's a semen. No, it's not a semen joke. That is a semen joke. That is a semen joke. Yes. They that's, are a, not. that's what I was going for. Yeah. I know, yeah. I know okay. what you're going for. They're I have not, nothing. No, I'm going to say they're Y not, men. They're not the semen. They're the U men. The U men. Okay. Yeah, and they are. Um, they're actually a U really. Men. They're actually. We this is this is really interesting. Um, they are normal humans. They're but they're kind of a cult. They're led by this guy called John Sublime, who's very rich and famous, and wrote this book called The Third Species, which is sort of a bible for these people who believe that um, they it, they're all about perfecting themselves. And the way they go about doing that is uh, kidnapping, killing, dissecting, and using the body parts of mutants to supplement their own bodies. Okay. Yeah. It's it's very culty, but there's some interesting real-world ties. It's very... They ever just, like, grab Deadpool and use him as, like, a farming situation? <laughs> I don't know, but that's that's very clever. It's like, I you go back and get that. it. You go, so you go to get his right arm, and someone got his right arm, so you just have to wait a couple days for his right arm to come back. Yep. Like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, very clever. Um, but it's apparently very attractive to, like, social outcasts. There's a sort of just a picture, sorry i'm just gonna i just picture they do that with deadpool and like <laughs> one person who gets lucky and gets like all of his body parts just becomes deadpool it's like i did it the fuck now i'm just <laughs> deadpool too uh, but anyway um on a darker note dead billiards uh there's a an interesting storyline that's sort of a school shooting analogy oh fuck yeah um so it's 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 dark and it's i think it's very interesting and very gritty. Okay. Anyway. Um, moving on. On a lighter note. <laughs> on a lighter note, Guardians of the Galaxy. Because I'm kind of going through the big ones that have especially had screen adaptations. So there's been two main versions of the Guardians of the Galaxy. There's one from 1969. And that one had <laughs> 69. And that one had... Uh... Uh, blah blah blah. Shiny, shiny dude and shiny dude who computer is face. Martinex, uh, to Tanaga, and, I think, uh, and shine air and computer face, computer face who is mainframe, and uh, uh, and Rocky Starhawk, uh, and his wife Alita Ogord, big black dude, I think. Yep, uh, Ving Rames plays Captain Charlie Twenty Seven. You got uh, Mary Poppins, Yondu, uh. Fuck, 
there's a there's a, a fire involved person, I think. Uh, yes, Nikki. Nikki. Okay, and, and, from, and that's all. She's from Mercury, and her hair is on fire. Okay, that's her superpower. There's a green person, I think vaguely. I could be wrong. Um, that might be uh, Alita. That might be someone else. It might be a different version because they they showed up in Guardians of the Galaxy or, Volume or, Two. Yeah, th- which is where I'm getting all of my knowledge right. from. And and that's it. Could have been the computer on the movie was green. That could which, be it. So. Yeah. Um, there's also Major Vance Astro, who was a um, space pilot from Earth who's been in suspended animation for a thousand years because he's the first uh, intersolar system traveler from Earth. Oh, good for him. Yep. And so he becomes a superhero. Nice. Uh, so that's the classic Guardians of the Galaxy. That lineup is subject to fluctuation a little bit. but. And now that. you have Andy and you have Greeno mm-hmm. and you have... Uh, Andy was a Parks and Rec reference. I, I know. Uh, you have Greeno... And you have, uh, sorry, hang on. Check the okay, phone. Go. Yep. <laughs> uh, you, you got, yeah, Andy and Greeno, you got, uh, you got Trash Bandit, you got, uh, Redwood, and, uh, Literal, Mr. McLiteral. Oh, I was going to say, former WWE legend John Cena. Oh, I also could have gone with uh, Android or uh, Blade Runner. Not Blade Runner. He was an Android. Replicant Man. Replicant Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can do that. Yep. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yep. I love calling much. things by the wrong names and yep. then everyone understands what I'm talking about. Yep. So, yeah, <laughs> this is the modern Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. the one that was adapted into the film. So, it's got Star-Lord and Rocket and Gamora and Drax and Groot. Yep. But then also, it had uh, Quasar, who is uh, Phyla Vell. So, she's from the Marvel family. She's like a cousin of Captain Marvel or something. Or that'd be Mary Marvel, or, you know, Captain Marvel Jr., which is Freddie Friedman, or yeah, Uncle I said you'd get out of here with your DC nonsense. <laughs> and it also has Adam Warlock. Oh, yes, that's who right. Who we'll be who getting to see. We absolutely know has the Soul Gem right now. Probably. Absolutely. Maybe. I am, like, 99.623% certain. All right, I'm about 75% certain, so. Okay. We'll see. But yeah, he's he's usually associated with Soul Gem in comics, and he's got all sorts of superpowers and stuff, and he's fun. So, yeah, we'll get to see him in the future, because he was in a post credit scene, or at least his cocoon was, and they said his name. Yeah. So, coming soon to theaters near you. All yeah, right. I almost went with a joke about going through coming soon to ears near you, but then I realized you actually said it's it right. Eyes and ears. <laughs> eyes and ears. Your face coming to a, coming soon to a face near you. Pretty much. Get a projector and put it on your face. Exactly. Um, let's see what other facet, classic teams are there. There's classic claims. There's the Fantastic Four. Hey, and that's the cosmic radiation hit and became Mister Fantastic, who's the stretchy dude. And the Were they thing. ever not the four that we know? Yes, very occasionally. Um. At one point, Invisible Girl was replaced by Medusa from the Inhumans. Oh. Um, at one point, uh, Power Man, Luke Cage, replaced Mr. Fantastic. Okay. Um, but usually it's just been that core four. Okay. There was one point where they were missing and presumed dead for a while, and a new team kind of took over the role, but not the actual name. They just took the building. Okay. Um, and then the Fantastic Four came back and did more stuff. You got Whiplash Drummer, and you got... It's the only one that I remember played in that House of Cards one. girl. And. Oh, yes, that's right. Um, and Zoe Apollo Barnes? Creed's. Yep. Zoe Barnes. And uh, Apollo Creed Jr. And. Oh, yeah. Uh, fourth guy who I don't think has been in anything else. Yeah. We really didn't see his. Oh, we, we did see his face once. Yeah, we do. At the very beginning. I think he's in Turn, that show. Neither of us have seen the movie Beverly yet. We're show? saving yeah, that for no. Booze and Booze. Yes. Absolutely. Which, by the way, we're still waiting on subscriptions to get the first booze and booze out. We're not doing Batman vs. Superman because that one was garbage and done terribly. Yep. And it's we okay, were really we learned our lesson. The we're really sick of seeing that movie. But the next one, we're doing Catwoman. So if you want to see us... We're not, I'm not going to get as drunk this time. Me neither. That was terrible. If yep. you want to see us moderately buzzed and really just shitting on a terrible movie, then get us literally two more subscribers on YouTube, guys. Almost there. It's not that hard. Tell your just, friend. Call your, your mom, call your mom, call your dad, call your dead, d- d- your dead dog. dog, I guess. Yeah. Yep. yep. Tell people to subscribe to us. Just get the fucking subscribers. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of subscribers, you know what show doesn't have any subscribers? Inhumans. 
<laughs> oh, that's so awesome! How bad that is! It makes me so happy. Yeah. So they're they're a thing in the comics too. Um, they have nice a... segue. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. I oh, thought you were just good. shitting on the Inhumans. I am good. <laughs> Speaking of movies, let's bring that one back. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> so yeah, they're um from what I understand about the show, which I refuse to watch any of. It's pretty similar. They have a secret moon city with a very conformist classist society where basically. You get exposed to this mist, this Terrigen mist, and it gives you superpowers. And then, if you don't, then, or if you don't get a useful one, right, then you're you relegated to the mines. to the mines. So that's really shit. Yep. No, it's it's a it's a really messed up thing. Um, but the the problem is the the mists. Well, they're they're former test subjects from um. What the mist is? No, the the <laughs> just a guy who was just like a gaseous form, and he keeps like yeah. like stop. Putting me in people! I believe they're former <laughs> Skrull test subjects for something. Oh, fancy. But I'm maybe misremembering that. Um, reading a whole bunch of scrolls. Yep. Just... <laughs> yeah, did they scroll? Yep, exactly. That's it. That's the one. The, the yeah, sound but... would have made more sense if you saw my hands do the scroll thing. Right. <laughs> He's just... <laughs> anyway. 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 Lord, we're at an hour. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there they're, they're are comics thing um and then there's the defenders which interestingly I know them. really do you know who the defenders are daredevil you're wrong they're not really a set team <laughs> they're not at, yeah it's <laughs> this is this is another interesting <laughs> one because they're not actually a team in the comics they kind of just form out of necessity um so the original team uh was some villain was causing trouble. I don't remember who. And Doctor Strange, Namor the Submariner, Submariner, <laughs> Namor, Namor, but and no one Hulk, knows Namor, and Hulk, and eventually Silver Surfer all got together and were like, "Okay, we should probably team up to stop this guy." And they just called themselves the Defenders because they defended. They were things. working as a team, yeah. And they didn't. They didn't stick together. There's no official headquarters, no official team, no official team leader. I like that actually. Yeah, it's it's a cool idea and it's very flexible because I think that the the show, the Marvel show, then reflects that because mm -hmm. it's four people who were just forced together out of necessity. It's not an actual like avengers style team that gets organized and put together we're a team guys <laughs> shut the fuck up you white dumbs idiot no one liked your show everyone's taking shots at iron fist <laughs> so great Every yep. iron fist like i'm the immortal iron fist i'm a master of martial arts it gets beat up by literally all three of them yep <laughs> multiple times yep the thundering dumbass yep i love that line uh yep <laughs> All right, so that's kind of the major ones. Now I, I just have a couple fun ones I think we'll run through real quick. Sounds good. Um, well, there's the ex-babies. <laughs> Please tell me that's a thing that's similar to Sky High where they, everyone just gets turned to babies. No. Damn it. Well, it's... It, the, the concept You've seen Sky High, right? Yes, okay. of course. <laughs> the concept originated with something like that where someone reversed the aging processes of the X-Men and someone thought of that concept. Some writer was like, okay, we should have a thing about that. And so it's basically uh -huh. just baby versions of the x-men um, sounds so terrible it sounds very rugratsy rugratsy mm -hmm. a little a little bit doesn't it yeah there's the supreme soviets which is basically the russian ripoff of the avengers yeah okay there's crimson crimson dynamo 5 who is a powerless man in a power suit that can help him fly and shoot missiles and things how is he five because there were four before him but he's the one that perfected it Oh, okay. I yeah. thought he, like, cut off his limbs, and he was just, like, a torso and head, and then each of his limbs, and he was like, I'm five members! And they just lay on the ground. Yep. That's it. <laughs> it's totally useless. <laughs> There's um, Fantasia, who has magic and illusion powers and can fly a little bit, and is kind of a Scarlet Witch type of deal. So, is this... These are members of a team? Yes. This oh, okay. Is I thought you were Soviets. going through teams. Okay. I thought you were... I was like... These all sound like one-member teams. Yeah, this, no, this is the Supreme Soviets, and they're, okay. the, they're the Russian Avengers, basically. They were super soldiers trained by the Soviet government, but eventually threw off their oppressive yoke and started fighting for truth, justice, and the Russian Do way. Do you think maybe that was referenced in Winter Soldier, or in Civil War? Those five super soldiers? Possibly. I wonder if we went back and looked at and watched and we had that yeah. knowledge behind us. Hmm. Probably not, because the next one's a literal god. Okay. <laughs> it's uh Hercules? No, Perun. 
the uh, Slavic storm god. Oh, okay. Like a Thor person, much. Okay, yeah. He's got lightning, <laughs> lightning, and thunder powers. Yeah. Um, there's uh, Red Guardian. Uh, the particular version is Joseph Petkus, who is a highly skilled athlete who carries a steel shield. Oh, he's also the leader. That sounds a lot like uh, Hawkeye. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's Sputnik, who doesn't have a perfect analogy, but he manipulates me- me- mechanical. Si- wow, <laughs> <laughs> manipulates mechanical systems and looks sort of like Vision. That is all right. That's a stretch to call him Sputnik. I understand that, like the mechanical yeah. system, blah blah blah, whatever. But, yep, that's his name. Anyway, what other teams? Uh, the Craptacular B sides. What? Yep. <laughs> Just fly through their names. I want to hear them all. Jug handle. Mize, Fate Ball. I love it. Yep. <laughs> I love it so much. Yep. Moving right on. Not even going to explain it. I'm almost crying. I love it so much. <laughs> uh, Bad Girls Incorporated. Bad Girls Incorporated? Please tell me Jessica Jones is in that. Nope. It's actually, it's an acronym for uh, Black Mamba, Asp, and Diamondback. Okay. I thought you were about to say Bad Girls Incorporated. I'm like, that's a big team. <laughs> no, B A D for Black Mamba, Asp, Diamondback. They okay. used to be part of a supervillain squad, the Serpent Society. Wait. Never mind. I was Cottonmouth's the dude. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and they uh, break off to kind of form their own thing, and they're sort of troublemakerly anti hero types, but usually end up on the good side. So it's Kill Bill. Kind of. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because only... literally snake names. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then there was a Marvel animated show a few years ago called Hulk and the Agents of Smash. I am very aware of that show, actually. <laughs> I haven't really? seen it, but I'm painfully yeah. aware of that. <laughs> so that's the uh, Supreme Military Agency of Superhumans. And it's basically all of the big smashy people. So Hulk, She-Hulk, Red Hulk, um, A-Bomb. Hulk? Nope. Because oh, Grey Hulk is just Hulk. a version of regular yeah. Hulk. A-Bomb, who is uh, an alternate ego of Rick Jones, who's a superhero sidekick. And Rick Jones sounds like a name where you just go, I'm Rick Jones! Exactly. All right. And like a really deep southern, like not like a deep southern, but like a hick southern. The way you said it, it was more of like a, I'm Rick Sanchez! It kind of is, yeah. Yeah. Um, And then Scar, who is Hulk's son from Planet Hulk, I think. Okay. Anyway. Yep. So that's, that's that. They go around and they basically do all the superhero jobs where they just need a whole bunch of smashing done all right uh we're gonna demolish this building call on the team uh we have a really really big nail that needs to be put in this really really big board but but board fuck (laughs) and you dare mock me i can't even finish the joke oh boy okay thinking of trivial reasons to smash yep Want to get the big brother in trouble, so we got to get this vase smashed. Exactly. Call on the team. They just come and break everything. <laughs> Whoops! Took it a little too far. Going to solve world hunger by making mashed potatoes for everybody. Yes! They just go to Idaho and just start, like... Pounding the ground. Pounding the ground. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. that's all I got. Oh, awesome. That was way better than my team's episode. Yes! Oh, One so them. much fun. Alright, shall we? We shall. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode on Marvel Teams. Tell me about all the ones that I forgot. Don't slash... stop listening here! Don't for stop listening here. Yeah, please. We'll be funny for another minute or two. It'll be worth your while. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now the pressure's on and we're gonna be really boring. Um. Um. Uh... This evening on NPR. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Tell us about the your favorite Marvel Teams, the ones that we didn't mention, because there's just way too many of them again. Like, you go to yep. Wikipedia and there's probably two or three hundred on that list. Heavenly Lord. Yeah, no, it's it's bad. It's bad. Okay. Uh, uh, let's see. If you're on SoundCloud, you can follow us there and Please do the do iTunes so. thing. Please um, do so. Also, need... rate us on iTunes if you're on iTunes because that makes me feel good. Yeah. We need, we need our validation. So it's leave, validation. Leave thumbs ups and likes and five stars yes. and whatevers. Anything that I don't, I don't know how the internet works. Do whatever stuff. you think that makes us look good. Yes, exactly. Maybe not listening to us makes us. Look yeah, that good. probably doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, leave a comment on our Facebook page or tweet at us and tell us that same thing we told you to tell you us before. Um, tell us what we should talk about next episode. Tell yes. us stuff you want to hear about because we, we uh, will probably talk about it. We need. Uh, you should really start uh, telling us what you want to talk. What you want us to talk about because uh, 
one of our backup episodes is Preston, Preston's History Corner, and it it just goes downhill fast. Oh, yes. It's a lot of stuttering, and it's, like, it's boring in places, and this is just a lot of self-deprivation. But, like, this is a threat. We will do another one of those if oh, you don't tell us what you yes. want us to talk about. Oh, yes, so indeed. tell us what you want us to talk about. <laughs> it's literally... Our podcast is about pop culture media. That is such a wide variety of things. Yes. We could talk about a show that you want us to talk about. If you talk about Game of Thrones, then I'll go fucking binge Game of Thrones. Have you not been getting on that? I have you not. You were supposed to be getting on My that. My mom and I were supposed to binge the whole thing this break, but we didn't. Anyway, Very tell us what you want us to talk about, yes. because I'm tired of being creative and coming up with ideas. <laughs> we have a list of ideas, and they're all just bullshit. It's going to start getting worse if we don't get interesting stuff from It really viewers, is. We're so. literally going to resort to talking about specific heroes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's bad. Yep. All right. Anyway. Anything thanks for else? listening. Tell a friend. Tell Do a friend? For fuck's sake. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> Half gone. <laughs>